Welcome to evening prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 148. O Jesus, crowned with all renown, since thou the earth hast wrought, thou reignest and by thee come down, henceforth the gifts of God. Thine is the health and thine the wealth that in our all abound, and thine the beauty and the joy with which the years are crowned. The art of the evening prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page 17 of the Book of Common Prayer. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Dearly, beloved brethren, the Scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, it ought we most chiefly so to do, when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep, we have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left and done those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults, Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do with this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, 
so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The portion of the Psalter appointed for the evening prayer of the 15th day is Psalm 78, found beginning on page 461 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the psalm in unison. Hear my law, O my people. Incline your ears unto the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare hard sentences of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our fathers have told us, that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but to show the honor of the Lord, his mighty and wonderful works that he hath done. He made a covenant with Jacob, and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children, that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn, to the intent that when they came up, they might show their children the same, that they might put their trust in God, and not to forget the works of God, but to keep his commandments, and not to be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit cleaved not steadfastly unto God, like as the children of Ephraim, who, being harnessed and carrying bows, turned themselves back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done, and the wonderful works that he had showed for them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of our forefathers in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand on a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He clave the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink thereof, 
as it had been out of the great depth. He brought waters out of the stony rock, so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most Highest in the wilderness. They tempted God in their hearts, and required meat for their lust. They spake against God also, saying, Shall God prepare a table in the wilderness? He smote the stony rock indeed, that the waters gushed out and the streams flowed withal. But can he give bread also, or provide flesh for his people? When the Lord heard this, he was wroth. So the fire was kindled in Jacob, and there came up heavy displeasure against Israel, because they believed not in God, and put not their trust in his help. So he commanded the clouds above, and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna also upon them for to eat, and gave them food from heaven. So man did eat angels' food, for he sent them meat enough. He caused the east wind to blow under heaven, and through his power he brought in the southwest wind. He rained flesh upon them as thick as dust, and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. He let it fall among their tents, even round about their habitation. So they did eat and were well filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not disappointed of their lust. But while the meat was yet in their mouths, the heavy wrath of God came upon them and slew the wealthiest of them. Yea, and smote down the chosen men that were in Israel. But for all this they sinned yet more and believed not his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, they sought him, and turned them early and inquired after God. And they remembered that God was their strength, and that the high God was their Redeemer. Nevertheless, they did but flatter him with their mouth, and dissembled with him in their tongue. For their heart was not whole with him, neither continued they steadfast in his covenant. But he was so merciful that he forgave their misdeeds, and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his wrath away, and would not suffer his whole displeasure to arise. For he considered that they were but flesh, and that they were even a wind that passeth away and cometh not again. Many a time did they provoke him in the wilderness, and grieved him in the desert. They turned back and tempted God, and moved the Holy One in Israel. They thought not of his hand and of the days when he delivered them from the hand of the enemy, how he had wrought his miracles in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan. He turned their waters into blood, so that they might not drink of the rivers. He sent lice among them and devoured them up, 
and frogs to destroy them. He gave their fruit unto the caterpillar, and their labor unto the grasshopper. He destroyed their vines with hailstones, and their mulberry trees with the frost. He smote their cattle also with hailstones, and their flocks with hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the furiousness of his wrath, anger, displeasure, and trouble, and sent evil angels among them. He made a way for his indignation, and spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the most principal and mightiest in the dwellings of Ham. But as for his own people, he led them forth like sheep, and carried them in the wilderness like a flock. He brought them out safely, that they should not fear, and overwhelmed their enemies with the sea, and brought them within the borders of his sanctuary, even to his mountain which he purchased with his right hand. He cast out the heathen also before them, caused their land to be divided among them for an heritage, and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. So they tempted and displeased the Most High God, and kept not his testimonies, but turned their backs and fell away like their forefathers, starting aside like a broken bow. For they grieved him with their hill altars, and provoked him to displeasure with their images. When God heard this, he was wroth, and took sore displeasure at Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle in Shiloh, even the tent that he had pitched among men. He delivered their power into captivity, and their beauty into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword, and was wroth with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men, and their maidens were not given in marriage. Their priests were slain with the sword, and there were no widows to make lamentation. So the Lord awaked as one out of sleep, and like a giant refreshed with wine. He smote his enemies backward, and put them to a perpetual shame. He refused the tabernacle of Joseph, and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, even the hill of Sion which he loved. And there he built his temple on high, and laid the foundation of it like the ground which he hath made continually. He chose David also his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. As he was following the ewes great with young ones, he took him, that he might feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them with a faithful and true heart, and ruled them prudently with all his power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth chapter of the second book of the Kings. 
In the three and twentieth year of Joash, the son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, began to reign over Israel in Samaria, and reigned seventeen years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and following the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin, he departed not therefrom. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he delivered them into the hand of Hazael, king of Syria, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael, all their days. And Jehoahaz besought the Lord, and the Lord hearkened unto him, for he saw the oppression of Israel, because the king of Syria oppressed them. And the Lord gave Israel a savior, so that they went out from under the hand of the Syrians, and the children of Israel dwelt in their tents as before time. Nevertheless, they departed not from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, who made Israel sin, but walked therein, and there remained the grove also in Samaria. Neither did he leave of the people to Jehoahaz, but fifty horsemen, and ten chariots, and ten thousand footmen. For the king of Syria had destroyed them, and had made them like the dust by threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz, and all that he did, and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Joash his son reigned in his stead. In the thirty and seventh year of King Joash began Jehoash the son of Jehoahaz to reign over Israel in Samaria, and reigned sixteen years. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who made Israel sin, but he walked therein. And the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did, and his might wherewith he fought against Amaziah king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Joash slept with his brothers, and Jeroboam sat upon his throne. And Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness whereof he died. And Joash the king of Israel came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it, and Elisha put his hand upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek, till thou have consumed them. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, Smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him and said, Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but thrice. And Elisha died, and they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming in of the year. And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that, behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man into the sepulchre of Elisha. 
And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. But Hosea, king of Syria, oppressed Israel all the days of Jehoahaz. And the Lord was gracious unto them, and had compassion on them, and had respect unto them, because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would not destroy them, neither cast he them from his presence as yet. So Hosea, king of Syria, died, and Ben-Hadad his son reigned in his stead. And Jehoash the son of Jehoahaz took again out of the hand of Ben-Hadad the son of Hosea the cities which he had taken out of the hand of Jehoahaz his father by war. Three times did Joash beat him and recovered the cities of Israel. He read it, the first lesson. The Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the loneliness of his handmaiden. For me, all from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and only is his name, and his mercy is all them that fear him throughout all generations. He are showed strength with his arm. He are scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He are put down the mighty from their seat. And hath exalted the humble and meek. He are filled And the rich he are sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth chapter of the Epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Romans. Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. 
One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died, and rose, and revived that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably, Destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. For meat destroy not the works of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. Hast thou faith, have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in the thing which he alloweth. And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. He read it the second lesson. Panuctimidus. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy only spirit from us. A God for the fifth Sunday after Easter. O Lord, for whom all good things do come, grant to us thy humble servants, that by thy holy inspiration we may think those things that are good, and by thy merciful guiding may perform the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light not darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, 
defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O merciful God, at whose bidding the earth withholdeth her increase, or rendereth her fruits in their season, give us grace that we may learn, both from thy mercies and thy judgments, our entire dependence upon thee for the supply of our daily bread, and grant that we, remembering that thy blessings are for our trials as well as for our comfort, with thankful hearts may give unto thee of thine own, ministering gladly to the maintenance of thy church and to the relief of the poor and the afflicted, the widow and the orphan, to the glory of thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Almighty God, who has given us grace this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and us promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fathership of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Please join me in the third verse of hymn 148. That we may feed the poor all right and gathering round thy throne here in the holy angel's sight repay thee of thine own that we may praise thee all our days and with the father's name and with the holy spirit's gifts the Saviour's love proclaim. Oh. 